Welcome to the shit show. Hello, my squirrel friends. So today, Kate, say hi, Kate. Hello. And I are here today to talk about something different than true crime. Although some of mine definitely is like tied into true crime, but I digress. Um, Not usually how we work, though. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Before we get started, um, I've been doing this thing where I talk about where you can find us on social media. So Kate, go ahead and go first. So I am Anna of the Undead on TikTok, and then I am Crafts, Confections, and Creativity by Kate on Facebook and Instagram. And I am Witchy Pity Mom on all social media, and the Hot Mess Witchy Express actually does have its own uh, Instagram page where you can go and um, tell us what you want to hear. And I have gotten a few requests, so I'm kind of excited about that. Um... But today we are going to talk about creepy finds. Bum, bum, bum. Um, I saw something, I don't remember where I saw it, but I saw something on my first thing here and she inspired the entire episode. <laughs> um, of course, of course. Isn't that how it usually goes? Like, uh, what was the episode where uh, cults? Yes, that's exactly what happened the last time, too. Uh-huh. Um, so my first one is actually really cool. And, like, I hope that one day I remember this and I can go see it. <clears throat> so my first one is a, about a mummy that blinks. <clears throat> and uh, that right off the bat just... Uh, it's always a mummy with you (laughs) um oh my gosh my allergies all right so rosalia lombardo was only two years old when she died from pneumonia in 1920 her premature death left her father so heartbroken that he approached the noted embalmer alfredo salafia and asked him to to preserve rosalia's body Alfredo Salafia, a skillful embalmer and taxidermist, performed such an excellent operation on Rosalia that nearly 100 years after her death, a little girl, the little girl, appears to be merely dozing between the glass case in the capuchin catacombs of Palermo, Italy, where she rests. Her cheeks are still puffy, tufts of blonde hair gathered around a knot above her head are tied with a silk bow. Even her internal organs are intact as evidenced by x-ray scans. Rosalia is nicknamed the Sleeping Beauty, and she has gained the reputation of being the world's best preserved mummy. One of the world's best preserved mummies. Rosalia's perfectly preserved body is only part of the attraction. Visitors who come to see her swear the little girl actually blinks her eyes her eyelids eerily open and closed by a fraction of her inch her blue eyes are still intact like the rest of her body and can be seen glistening in the low lights inside the catacombs it's thought that the changes in temperature inside the crypt cause her eyelids to contract producing the blinking effect but (laughs) you're already like nope i'm good and i'm like where (laughs) i just mean like no 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 if we're moving no 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 Mm-mm. no no <laughs> well the capuchin catacombs curator dario oh my god italians get your shit together these names are terrible dario piombino mascali has a different theory the care the curator believes that rosalia's eyes blinking is an actual optical illusion caused by the angle at which the light from the windows strike her as the day progresses and the light in the direct the direction of the light changes, Rosalia appears to be opening and closing her eyes several times throughout the day. But I've actually seen photos of Rosalia, and it really does look like she blinks. It takes a while, but it looks like she blinks. And that just is so awesome. <laughs> it's awesome, and also at the same time, it's like, mm-mm. But I mean... No, no. That guy had to be hella skilled if she is so well preserved a hundred years later. Oh, 100%. Like, I think it's awesome. 
like and if you look at her pictures she really does she looks like a doll she doesn't look like a, a yeah, hundred year old dead body epic. but the icy blue eyes get me I saw when I saw her the picture of her eyes I was like ah. <laughs> it's like no 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 thanks I'm like those are really bright for a dead chick <laughs> Okay, so what was your first uh, scary find? Well, it's not a scary find, but this is kind of just going off of your thing. Um, so you know how, um, like you were talking about the embalmer thing. So like, yeah. did you ever hear about the, It's I think it was in Spain. Um, it was like a guy fell in love with this really beautiful young woman and he asked the family if he could pay for like where she would be entombed and everything after she died like really young even though she had like never like showed interest in this dude and apparently he like would make like death mat i made a death mask and stuff and like made sure that he made like a little mold for her vagina and like had all sorts of fun stuff with her while she was dead no (laughs) oh yeah no i heard i i was listening to something the other night and they were talking about it i'm like "Mm, okay let me let me so you said spanish guy i think it was it was spain or italy it was one of the two so he okay you're gonna have to say that again for me so he did what with her vagina oh oh he made like like he wanted to preserve her so he i can't remember if he did it himself or if he had somebody come and bomb her. But they did that. And then um, he would like go visit her. You know, okay, so that's I. Not weird. Because we all know that I'm not afraid of Google here. Um, I found when I. Okay, so first of all, I want to tell you what I. Um, what I typed into Google so that you can all share in this. So <laughs> I wrote Spanish guy who made preserved vagina. <laughs> right. And instantly the same <laughs> instantly the same name popped up immediately. Carl Tanzler. Um also known as Count Karl von Kossel, was a German-born radiology technologist at the Marine Hospital in Key West, Florida. He developed an obsession for a young Cuban-American tuberculosis patient, Elena Helen, oh God, Milagro de Hoyos, that carried on well after her death. In 1993, almost two years after her death, Tanzler removed Hoyos' body from the tomb and, lo- and lived with the corpse in his home, for seven years until its discovery by Hoyo's relatives and authorities in 1940. That was the first one that popped up. Um, and looking at the picture of Elena encased in wax, yes, and plaster, yep, yep. is super creepy. <laughs> I know it's like, oh, oh no, oh no, 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 and no, no, hold on. Though not reported, um, research has revealed evidence of Tanzler's necrophilia with Elena's corpse. Two physicians, Dr. Deepu and Dr. Foraker, who attended the 1940 autopsy of Elena's remains, recalled in 1972 that a vaginal tube had been inserted in the vaginal area of the corpse that allowed for intercourse. Yes. Others contend that since no evidence of necrophilia was presented at the 1940 preliminary healing hearing, and because the physician's proof surfaced in 1972, uh, the necrophilia allegation is questionable. I feel like it's not, though. Uh, yeah, no. I mean, considering that after two years of her after her death, like, that's wow. when he decided to dig her up and then live with her dead ass for seven years 
but it's like okay but like why 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 did you need to do that like i don't understand but then <laughs> so i need to share the second found find that i found um apparently victor wins museum of curiosities has the preserved giant vagina of a victorian prostitute that's amazing and weird at the same time (laughs) like kind of want to be mad but kind of can't so i just i just needed to share that was the second that was the second thing on Google when I Googled about preserving vaginas. <laughs> I ain't even mad about it. Like, I feel like I probably should be. I'm not. I'm not either. I'm not. But like, I want to know how and why. Like, I need to know the... I almost said a pun. I was going to say the ins and outs. <laughs> particular piece of oddity i mean it's no secret that i'm a huge lover of oddities and curiosities Uh, i mean ditto uh that oddities and curiosities expo i went to Uh chef's kiss there was so much cool shit the only thing (laughs) and this is this is why i know i'm weird because mind you oddities and curiosities isn't just like you know weird shit but it's like you know like a lot of it is taxidermy a lot of people (laughs) and um (laughs) i'm walking through and i'm seeing the i'm seeing heads and i'm seeing skeletons and i'm like oh that's so cool and then i saw one thing and i was like oh that makes me sad and it was a kitten in a jar oh what why but then right next to it was a toad and i was like oh that's gross Sad about the kitten, but Toad, that's too far. That's that's too far. Well, and then the booth right next to it. So I was like, oh, that makes me sad. And then there's this booth right next to it. And I'm still convinced that I'm going to get it. This lady had a crystal ball. And inside of it was a beautifully red and orange octopus. And I was like, I want that. And then I was like, and then it like clicked in my brain. I was like, wait, so not two seconds ago, I was sad about a kitten in a jar, but this octopus this <laughs> this i'm okay with. right and you're like wait a minute wait what a minute the fuck <laughs> oh. all right so i found this this thing it's called the staked man um archaeolog arche- i can't say this word archaeologists there we go Working in Bulgaria found a body straight out of what they call the horror story. A steel stake had been driven through the man's chest. His murderers, it appears, were terrified that he would not stay buried, so they pinned his to- his body inside his tomb. Huh. <laughs> then we're just, it's got to be some white people shit because they dug his ass up. So he died in the 13th century and apparently it was very brutal. His left leg was removed and thrown carelessly into the tomb. It is likely that he was still alive when they cut it off. Uh, Gross. The stake, though, fits some of the ideas that were floating around the Romani people at the time. You want to take a guess? What? Vampires. A deformed appendage was a sign that someone had been resurrected by Satan and could only be stopped by driving an iron stake through their heart. It is believed that this man was the victim of a really horrible superstition. His countrymen had convinced themselves that he was evil and they thought they'd put him through hell to keep him from coming back. (sighs) This is why we can't have nice things. But like in my mind, I'm like, that's some white people shit. Digging him up. But, I mean, I fit that stereotype sometimes. 
Like I would go investigate the suspicious noise. <laughs> right. <laughs> I rescue animals like it's nobody's business and that's also some white girl shit. Like Did I tag you in the, the big dog? Yes. That was like Cujo. Now mind you, okay, I need to explain this 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 before I explain my reaction. So the video is this big it's gotta be like a Malamute. It is a huge fuzzy black dog. Huge, right? Kate tags me in it. I open the video. The first, what is the first thing out of my mouth? Oh, I'm going to puppy. <laughs> I 100% did the same thing. Mason was Meanwhile, just like. this thing is like snarling and barking. And I'm just like, oh, look at your puppy. <laughs> so, I mean, but like at the same time that it kind of reminded me of like the the salem witch trials a little bit this guy i feel you know because especially in the that area in the 13th century they didn't believe in i mean they did believe in witches but their biggest fear was vampires which i mean i can kind of understand yes but like at the same time like mm. All right, so do you have another one? I do. Hold on one second here. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, I kind of have to laugh at that, though. What? Um, so one of them that I found um, was really interesting. I wish I could show you the picture. Like, I wish we could show it up, or maybe you can put it in later. But it was... It's this doll that somebody found in a thrift store. Because, I mean, if I'm going to look up where creepy things are going to be found, it's totally going to be in a thrift store. And okay. um, I it's a the doll. Logic. <laughs> I mean, it's not wrong. <laughs> um, but it was literally this doll that has, like, two faces. Okay, see, I would want that. And like, I was looking at it. I'm like, I don't, I don't hate it. But the way that they took this picture is of course creepy as hell. Oh, oh yeah, of course. You can't tell that it has two faces unless it's looking in a mirror. Oh. So I have it in a mirrored case. All yep. Time. Yep. With a window at the back of the doll so you could see. Oh, absolutely. I was just like, nope, nope, this is a hard pass. Hard pass, thank you. And it was also right next to a doll that had these green, like, glassy eyes that just make it look super soulless. Nice. So since we're on the topic of dolls, um, I found a doll that is said to be more the most haunted doll in the world, more so than Annabelle. Is it Robert? Yep. Freaking Robert, dude. <laughs> so, for those of you who don't know, Robert the doll is allegedly the most haunted doll and it is exhibited at the East Martello Museum. Um, so, Robert was once owned by Key West, Florida painter and author Robert Eugene Otto. The doll was reportedly manufactured by the Steiff Company of Germany and purchased by Otto's grandfather while on a trip to Germany in 1904 and given to young Otto as a birthday gift. The doll's sailor suit was likely an outfit that Otto wore as a child. Uh, according to legend, the doll has supernatural abilities that allow it, allow it to move, change its facial expressions, and make giggling sounds. Um, <clears throat> now, the giggling doesn't bother me. The moving would creep me out, but sir, you change your face. <laughs> yeah, no, no, thank you. Now, some version of this legend claimed that a young girl of bohemian descent gave Otto the doll as a gift or as a retaliation for wrongdoing. Other stories claim that the doll moved voodoo figurines around the room and was aware of what went on around him. 
Um, still other legends claim that the doll vanished after Otto's house changed ownership a number of times after his death or that young Otto triggered the doll's supernatural powers by blaming his childhood on the, on the childhood mishaps on the doll. According, according to local folklore, the doll has caused folklore. car folklore. Blah, blah, blah. I can't talk today. Uh, I was dying. You just said folklore. The doll has caused car accidents, broken bones, job loss, divorce, and a cornucopia of other misfortunes. Can you just imagine going to the the divorce, like the divorce attorney, and being like, "He won't get rid of the fucking doll." <laughs> I, I mean, I can kind of see it. Only because, like, there are certain items of clothing that my husband has, and he refuses to get rid of them. <clears throat> and I'm like, uh, why? <laughs> so, I mean, I guess I could. And now, museum vid- visitors supposedly experience post visit misfortunes when they fail to respect Robert. Yeah, don't don't we don't res- we don't disrespect haunted things, okay? We just we don't do it. Right. Well, in my head, I'm like, how do you disrespect him though? Like, like I'm not trying to be facetious, but I'm like, what do you say? Your sailor suit's dumb. <laughs> like, I. <laughs> I mean. What do you say? Sure, like, said a haunted doll, stupid. exactly. All right, so what do you have next? So we have the black sarcophagus. Um, it's a discovery of a massive 2,000-year-old sealed black granite sarcophagus from Alexandria, Egypt in July of 2018. Um, it's been speculated that opening it would unleash a world-ending curse. When opened, because you know, Emotep? This is what we do. The sarcophagus was found to contain only, only, by the way, the remains of three Egyptian army officers and a reddish-brown sewage liquid spawning the sarcophagus juice meme. Um... So Emotep. Yeah, we, we 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 fucked up, yo. That's why we got COVID. All right, listen, y'all stop reading from the damn book of the dead. <laughs> this is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> but you know, like that red stuff, it has to be their insides. And it's just goop. Yep. At this point. Ah, sorry. <laughs> I love that you just called it goop. <laughs> people goop. It's people goop. And it probably fucking reeks. Oh. Well, it's just like, okay, we've made movies and we've remade the movie about this. And we still gonna tempt fate? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. oh okay. Well, you, okay. So you brought up tempt fate. So this, this is perfect um, for this one. You're gonna love this. They're called the Frankenstein Bog Mummies. This story right. is why we can't have nice things. This this right here. So about 15 years ago, a team of archaeologists found the buried bodies of a man and woman in Scotland. They had died about 3,000 years ago, but they weren't buried right away. <laughs> Instead, their bodies were thrown into the Scottish bog where they were preserved and mummified for three to 600 years before they were finally put underground. However, there was something a little different about these bodies. So the woman's jaw, (laughs) yeah, the woman's jaw was a little too large for her skull and the man's limbs seem out of place. After 10 years of research, DNA tests on the bodies made the scientists discover something very disturbing. These were not the bodies of two people. They were the bodies of six people fused together. (laughs) The female body had been put together with parts from people who had died around the same time, 
but the parts that made up the male body were from people who had died hundreds of years apart. Whoever made these jigsaw corpses didn't just simply push the bones together, and the researchers believed that the bodies were still preserved when they were attached with mummified flesh still on the bones. That is why we can have nice things. <laughs> what in the human centipede? Right? <laughs> like, what? And like, okay, so we all know that while I don't condone murder, <laughs> there are moments where I have admitted that I am color me impressed, right? Right. This is one like, of those moments. Those? Okay. All right. I mean, what? But all right. Because this is the, this is dedication. Seriously. <laughs> Because these bodies, especially the guy, okay, because he was made up of people who died hundreds of years apart from each other. And right, they didn't like, just smash the bones together. Like, when these people were first discovered, they looked like two people. So it, they, people did not, researchers and archaeologists did not automatically assume that these two people were made up of other people. So that's talent right there. But then what I want to know, this is the part that gets me, right? I want to go back to the beginning of what I said. So they were preserved 300 years to 600 years before they were put into the ground. So who the fuck found them and then put them under the ground and said nothing? (laughs) You know, I don't know. (laughs) Like, what? What? what yeah that's just yeah no No everything about this is just wrong and i'm so glad it didn't happen in america (laughs) for once like i'm like oh yay scotland you guys are fucked up it's okay (laughs) right we're like oh that's all right that's this is normal like i mean but i wouldn't put it past us either no, I wouldn't either. I mean, granted, I think out of all the stuff that I have written down, Robert is the only thing that's in America. We always got the damn dolls. Right? We always got the haunted shit. <laughs> we, we get haunt. White people here get haunted. That's just a thing. That's because we can't leave shit alone. I mean, ma'am, have you heard, have you heard yourself? I know. (laughs) Just saying, out of all the things that you're surprised about, are you really going to be surprised about that? No, because uh, again, but there's also certain things that like I see on TikTok that I'm like, no, 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 no. Don't touch. No, 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 no. We don't touch that. That's a no touchy. While I will look for the suspicious noise and want to see a doll or see a preserved woman that blinks. Uh, we know touchy the doll and we, we know touchy the, the like if you see if like if you find a creepy doll in the woods you don't touch it or you know touchy the grave right or like have you seen the ones um that like have like the sigils like made out of sticks hanging and hanging around and people are like "Ooh, what's this and touch it and i'm like <laughs> you're like no this is this is how you get what they were originally trained to do in the blair witch project god damn it right i'm like this is how you get haunted right there you just fuck it. Why? Or, Speaking of though, you should what? totally watch the movie Grave Dancers. It's a fantastic movie. I haven't watched. I have never seen. Wow, color me impressed. That's a movie I've not only never heard of, but I've never seen it. Highly recommend. Huh. All right. Do you have another one? Because I have a few that are great. I do. So, do you want to hear about? something that kind of goes around with a killer or do you want to hear about some mysterious ashes found in a house either i'm good all right we'll go with the mysterious ashes first so you know in theory unless you know the people are just straight up dead you should probably like maybe clean a house out when you're selling it yeah though remember i did have to make the stipulation of the creepy doll in the crawl in the upstairs crawl space be removed before we moved in so Maybe this is not common sense. Maybe it's just, you know, me. It says, um, in one case, 
an urn of human remains either wasn't considered that important or was just completely forgotten until the movers arrived. Manhattan apartment was densely packed and extremely messy with lots of hoarded items, said the CEO of Dumbo Moving. First off, fantastic moving name. <laughs> yes. Rank Manny says that his movers were extremely unnerved when they found the etched urn in pristine condition. Buried under piles of stuff. My team kept asking the customer if they wanted to move the urn themselves and take it with them to their new apartment, but they insisted on having the movers handle it. <laughs> Why? Who the fuck's in the urn? I, I don't know. But that's amazing. Who? I'd be like, mm -mm, no. No. No, we don't do this. <laughs> I feel this like is... I'd want to I feel like I'd want to know who it was so I could bury them you know what I mean I mean I know right. I feel like can I at least bury who they are like uh, is there a reason y'all don't want to touch the pristine fucking urn in your whore department yeah that's true if your apartment's that trash why does the urn look so good yeah that's true right like what you who who is it and why don't you want them to follow you <laughs> Why did you now try I don't to know bury them, them in your shit? <laughs> Be like, I'm just gonna throw holy water on it the whole fucking time. I gotta move it. Like, no. No, no. Okay, so I'm not trying to do this on purpose, but I swear to God, all of your stories like are perfect segues into the ones that I picked. I don't, and we didn't practice this. I feel like this is amazing. No, we literally have, we, we just squirrel. I'm pretty sure like we looked this up like one time before we, we start doing these and then they just happen to work together. Yes. Because you're talking about, you're talking about, we're talking about burying somebody, right? I found yes. something called coffin birth. No. <laughs> yeah. No. So about 1300 years ago, a woman in the Italian town of Imola died just a couple weeks before she was due to give birth. Archaeologists discovered the skeleton of her fetus between her legs <clears throat> making her an example of a rarely observed coffin birth so did like when she died like the fetus did her was body dead just expel the fetus so gas on top is, of like the shit and piss and everything so gas is built up inside of a inside of her pregnant body and pushed the fetus through the birth canal no but scientists are more interested in another unusual finding. <laughs> Someone had created a small hole in the mother's skull before she died. Drilling such a hole is was called tre trepanation, and it had okay. been performed throughout history all over the world to treat head injuries, headaches, and get rid of evil spirits. Was it the devil's spawn? Did they kill her? Well... Researchers think that she may have been suffering from preeclampsia or eclampsia. Hmm. Great. Yeah. Which, you know, if, for those of you who don't know, uh, preeclampsia and eclampsia are pregnancy related conditions. Um, they give you really high blood pressure, swelling. I hear Sometimes it's very people have seizures. Um, but it's a very common issue uh, but apparently then <laughs> they just thought oh, we'll just burr a hole in her skull it's fine that'll fix it <laughs> right bitches bitches pregnant you know let's let's just let's just drill a hole in her skull well and it's probably what caused her to die honestly right uh but they don't know. There was no um, cause of her death, which is what makes me think that the burr hole had probably had something to do with it. <laughs> oh, goodness. I don't... Why do we live on this planet? What? <laughs> what is wrong with people? 
What is wrong? I with mean, people? if we looked at some of the ways that people like practice medicine, then it's Bruh. fucking barbaric. Bruh. I think I mean, that's why I'm so critical. Like I've worked in the medical field for a long time. I mean, yes, I'm 26, but like pretty much the whole time I've had jobs, it had something to do with the medical field. Well, whether it was like long-term care, care within the hospital, stuff like that. Right. And man, the amount of times that I have had to tell doctors exactly what the fuck is wrong with me for them to sit there and tell me I don't know what I'm talking about and then come back apologize later. I'm like, man, I have a permanent bruise on my arm from them not listening about how they had to stick me to get an IV in. See, I, I've been in the medical field since I was 20 in some form of the medical field. And then when I was, how old am I? So when I was 30, no, it was before that. It was way before that. Yeah. How? See, this is what happens when you get old. Bitch, you're like what? Thirty-two? What? You're like what? Thirty-two? Ma'am, I will be thirty-five in December. Okay, you're not that fucking old, is my point. I think it was twenty-eight, twenty-seven, twenty-eight, something like that. So, like your age is when I started doing mental health. Yeah. I don't know. I'd have to look. <laughs> but I know I, I was a CNA from Jesus. Um, from Jesus. I was I was a CNA during the Jesus times. 2007 to at least 2014. And then Feel after that? that, I was a C, I, I don't know. I'd have to I'd have to actually look at the resume I wrote myself. No, but either way, it's been a long time. And like, even in that time period, I've seen the changes that the medical field have made to make things better. And like, it still pales in comparison to like some of the shit that they did way yeah. back. Yeah. Like, and, and, but not even that way back. Like, I'm 70s and 80s. I remember I had this woman she impacted me for life honestly i think she forever like fucked me up like it not not of her own doing let me start there so it was my first job as a counselor right very first job and it was a mental health skill building job which basically for what people don't know it's like a it's usually people who are 18 and older and you're trying to help them like cope with life basically they usually have one or more mental illnesses like schizophrenia i had this one woman i honestly didn't know why she was on my case list because she was crazy and i and i mean that in the most like respectful way i can <laughs> she was feel you though like crazy. there is a point where it's like no like this person is technically certifiable and there's nothing wrong with that but if I'm not trained, I am not the one. Well, that's just it. It was my first job. And I'm like, that. Right. this woman needs care that I don't even know how to. So first of all, she was much older than most of my other clients on my list. Start there. And I, I asked the group home that she lived in about her history so that maybe I could like try to find an in, right? Like try to like find something that I could connect with her. Sure. And sure. When I read her, when I tell you that I read her file, called my boss that I had to go home for the day and like sobbed for the rest of the afternoon. So basically this woman, we'll call her Sue. So I have to keep saying this woman. Sue, her husband left her when she was like 19 and she had three kids. Holy shit, at 19? Yeah. When did they get married? At 12? She was 17 when they got married. Damn. Um, and I don't know if she was pregnant with the third kid or what. I just know that when, by the time she was 21, all three of her kids had died. 
um, by like, from what her brother told me was like, it wasn't her fault. You know, it was like one was Sid's, one was um, some virus. She got sick. She got really, really sick with some kind of like virus and she just never recovered. Was it like rotavirus or something? I don't know. I don't. Oh. I, I honestly, I, 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 he probably told me, and I don't remember. I just remember the virus part. I remember that she got really, really sick, and she went to the hospital. And she never came out. Um, and then the other kid died in a car accident with like a grandparent. Um, so that's when her mental health started to decline. I mean, shit, mine would too. Right. I mean, in a two-year span, not only do you lose your husband, but all three of your kids. Uh. Okay. So what happens when you're crazy? Cause see, let's see. She was, if she was 21 at the time and she was 70 when I saw her, that was in the sixties. Oh, so she went to an asylum. Right. Um, and during the course of her stay from the time she was 21 until she was 40, she was in there for tw almost 20 years. She received 80 electroshock treatments. My God. And 75 insulin therapies. Now, for those of you who don't know what insulin therapy is, it's when they oh, would in literally inject you with, with insulin for no reason. Because they thought it would somehow help you. But like people who are non-diabetic, when you get injected with insulin, it's not pretty. And then when they let her out, she was homeless for like 10 years. Like her family didn't even know where she was. I mean, fair. 20 years later, how the fuck would you? But I mean, like if she's in for 20 years and then she disappears for 10, it's like, but how did you not like who fucked that up? Like, how did you not contact the family to let them know that she was being released? Like the fuck. And then once she was found, her family tried to like give her some semblance of like, you know, life, but they couldn't handle her. And so she just bounced from one group home to another, like over the next 20 years. And then so depressing. It, yeah. Well, and that's why I like, I went home and bawled my eyes. I'm like, that is the worst. Like, this is one of the worst cases of like mental misjustice and like her delusions were always like she had to wait for her kids to come home from her parents house she wouldn't leave the group home because her parents were coming to drop off her kids it's depressing like why yeah like no and i'm like, like i don't know how to help her can i just like have my my like what is it garden variety brand of crazy person like they're well, just like i had one guy who refused I loved him. I loved him so fucking much. Like I loved nobody else wanted to work with him. And I was so glad to have him on my caseload because I just, I loved him. He was very particular. He always had to wear a button down jacket. All right. And like really nice dress shoes. I mean, hey. No matter what the temperature. <laughs> And you know, but okay. it did take it did take a little coaxing to get him to wash himself, and I think that's why people didn't like him. But I just loved him because he was so particular. <laughs> I mean, sometimes that's cool. Like it's like, all right, I see you, I feel you, I'm all right with that. And then like I loved like because he was he was uh, schizoaffective, and <laughs> he we would be in my car going to one of my many adventures and he'd be whispering to himself and I'd be like, Hey, who are you talking to? And he'll be like, don't worry yourself with it. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. <laughs> I feel like if a crazy person ever tells me, don't worry about it. Or like, don't think about it. I'll be like, yup. Gotcha. <laughs> well, like, I don't know I just, what the fuck. I, I've, I've met some very colorful characters in my years as a mental health I bet counselor honestly and like 
none compares to the kids that talked to me during my last internship. Like just the shit that comes out of their mouth. Dude, I love kids and mental health. Like it kills me. Like, uh, <laughs> like uh, you know, I, I'll have to look it up because I know I wrote it down for TikTok. So like I, some of the shit that they said. So honestly, <laughs> I can't wait to see what teenagers are gonna do. Um, teens is when you're really gonna get like the well, alrighty then. Right. Well, you know, when I was substituting in the middle school while I was doing my internship in the elementary school, I loved going to the elementary school because I love the little people because they're so unfiltered. They really are, though. But like the middle school kids, they're a bunch of dicks. Like you can tell. So there was one kid who was always very respectful to me and he was always very like commanding of his fellow students to listen to what I had to say and I always wondered why and then I found out that his mom was a teacher like one hallway over I was like oh okay well now I got your number because if I find out you fuck up I'm gonna go tell your mom (laughs) right I'm just gonna go tell your mother no (laughs) but like you could tell that a lot of these kids don't have parents like me because because both of my children know let me find out you disrespect the teacher right I don't and I've told my kids I'm like I don't care how wrong your teacher is you never disrespect your teacher that's how I look at it I'm like dude if they do something legitimately wrong we will just come home and we will we will deal with that exactly we are what I'm not gonna do is get a call saying that you were a little asshole yeah no you mm -mm, mm -mm. no Okay, so I want to get back on track because there's this one thing that I want to I wanna get since we're talking about kids. Uh, uh, Atta, the skeleton. Um, at first, many people thought that the skeleton was that of an infant or an alien. <laughs> uh, Atta is the common name given to a skeleton which was remarkable in many ways. While only six inches tall, the the bones had some features of a child aged six to eight. Um, instead of the usual 12 pairs of ribs found on humans, Ada only had 10. Uh, the head of the skeleton was an elongated cone shape. Anatomist and paleoanthropologist William Jungers has suggested that it was a human fetus that was born premature- prematurely and died before or shortly after birth. Uh, the remains were found in 2003 in a deserted uh, Chilean oh. town in the Atacama Desert. Um, in March 2018, Stanford University geneticist Gary P. Nolan published additional results stating that the fetus had a rare bone aging disorder, as well as other genetic mutations in genes associated with dwarfism, scoliosis, and abnormalities in the muscles and skeleton. The researchers identified 64 unusual mutations in seven genes linked into the skeletal system, and they noted that finding so many mutations that specifically affected skeletal development has never been reported before. Hmm. Uh, The remains were found by Oscar Munoz, who later sold them, and the current owner is Ramon Navia Asaro, a Spanish businessman. Because, you know, that's just great. I mean, I, I don't understand. Okay, yes, I do. Let me stop there. I, I understand wanting to own weird bones. I do. I've been a little hesitant buying bones. I'm not going to lie. Um, for my own witchy purposes. It, it, there's just some I like uh, I think it has something to do with the overwhelming green witch in me that I just I, bones kind of make me go eh. and I guess it's just because I still believe that bones have a significant power and I don't do anything that I consider to be that powerful like in my witchcraft so like for me to to have bones kind of makes me go Ugh. um 
but I could understand the fascination of wanting this specific skeleton because it is very unusual. And like looking at the pictures of at, I think it's her name is Atma, but I have Ada. Um, looking at the pictures of the elongated skull and the, and the shortage of ribs and the way that the body is malformed, I understand wanting to own it. I do, but I feel like this type of thing should be in a museum for other people to enjoy. Like, I don't think it should be one of those things that specifically should be just held by one person. But that's just me. Um, it's kind of like, um, I don't know. I just, I feel like that's, I feel like it's such an important find in human to see like what could go wrong, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just talking about my ass now. Um, so since I'm talking about weird shit, um, I can talk about the mass grave of the headless Vikings. <laughs> I mean, cause you know, that's normal. Right. Well, I mean, that's what I was saying. As long as I'm talking about weird shit, uh, archeological weird finds, um, so archaeologists were digging up the side of a roadway in Dorset when suddenly instead of cobblestone, more cobblestones and a plow or needing a plow, they found something really exciting. Okay. I mean, I, I know if I found this, I'd be like, Ooh. uh, it's a mass grave containing the headless remains of 54 Viking mercenaries. Now, this is how we get Sleepy Hollow. Right. Well, like, and my whole thing was... 54. <laughs> right, that is, like, an odd number. Like, well, it's an even number. It's but it's an odd number, number. But, like, why 54? For that to happen. Yeah. Um, so, apparently, there was, you know no like hey we probably shouldn't touch this pit type of warning right they just kind of were like let's just dig right in um so the researchers did notice something unusual about about the placement of the bodies the the name mostly there were leg and arm bones heads and torsos that were neatly arranged into separate piles so it's not like they found like bodies with no heads right like they found a pile of torsos and a pile of legs and a pile of arms <laughs> and then a pile of heads all right <laughs> um now the researchers uh, had a theory that the vikings are probably not torn apart just um, a theory but they think that they have been sacrificed because it seemed appear to be in a highly controlled and ritual, ritualistic manner of how they were buried. And I'm just like, all right. <laughs> but what kind of ceremony calls for 54 torn apart bodies? Like, and then you got to think, these were not bones when it happened, right? Yeah. So, like, mm. what made you decide to cut up the the meat suits like that? I'm sure there was a reason, but I'm also sh pretty sure I don't want to know. Yeah, probably. Probably. Um, let's see, do I have any, do you have any more? I do. So, this one, it says, um, a new homeowner was exploring their basement and made a very chilling discovery. Some heavy bricks were on the floor, and when moved, they realized that they were weighing down a trap door. It was slowly opened, and it was it opened to an eight-foot deep and four-foot wide cement well filled with water. Okay. Yep, he took some pictures, then he filled the well with stones, and he sold the house. 
<laughs> I mean, I don't blame him. Right. I'm like, good for you. You did not do the normal um, white people shit. You know, yeah. And I was like, hey, cool. We're not going to have the ring. No cursed videotapes. Right. <laughs> See, and that's so much better than the one that I have because the one that I have, they didn't do that. Of course not. Thankfully, like I said, all this shit's not in America. Woohoo! <laughs> oh my god, I'm going to hell. Alright. Maybe, but that's okay. <laughs> so this one's called The Hanging Coffins. Great. <laughs> uh, in Hubei, China, there is a man-made cave, you're gonna love this, known as the Cave of Fairies. We don't fuck with fae. <laughs> Once care it was good fae or bad fae. Don't uh, fuck with it. Thank you. Like I, as soon as I read that first part, I was like, "Yep, this is going in the episode." <laughs> uh, it was once believed that magical beings lived in the cave, <laughs> but when people were actually inside, they found something different altogether, hanging about fifty meters up. Over their heads were a hundred and thirty-one old, decaying coffins. Some of the coffins They're not were coffins. Hanging. They're motherfucking cocoons, kids. You're about to unleash some, like, hell moth. Don't do it. Well, listen. So this is what's interesting that you say that. So some of the coffins were hanging from wood stakes, while others had been wedged into openings in the rocks. According <laughs> to this, the <laughs> coffins were huge. Each one was carved out of a single tree trunk and weighed more than 220 pounds. Mm-mm. No. Some had been torn apart and ripped up. No. <laughs> My coffins... mom said no. <laughs> These coffins were all about 1,200 years old, put up by the ancient bow people. Uh, they had been hung up, it is believed, as part of a religious ritual meant to bless the dead and keep the wild animals from eating their bodies. However, it is believed in the 1960s. Just wait. It is believed in the 1960s someone found the coffins and instead of reporting the discovery, tore the wood out for firewood. (laughs) What? (laughs) Oh, hell no. Why? I ain't getting haunted today. <laughs> like my ass would be like, I'm gonna go this way, you go that way, and you can get the fuck away from me. How about that? I'm sorry. Like again, no. I will look for the suspicious noise, but if I walked into a cave called the first of all, I wouldn't be walking into a cave called the Cave of Fairies anyway. First off, I ain't going into a goddamn cave. I, I don't. I, I like caves. They're interesting. Don't but, get me wrong, caves are cool, but you know what? I've seen one too many horror movies. Well, but first of all, like the cave of fairies, I'd be like, you know what? I will wait out here. But if somehow I was convinced to go in and I saw fucking 131 coffins that didn't really look like coffins and were huge in a cave, I would be out. <laughs> yeah, no. Mm-mm. I, that would be it. Curtains. See, Vera said, nah, we going. Did you hear? You heard her. <laughs> She's like, no. Curtains. No, no, no. Like, I couldn't do it. Nope. What? What What the fuck is wrong with white people? I don't know. Well, we don't know if the person who tore them down was white, but... They were fucking white. (laughs) Probably. They were like, oh, we're cold. This looks like a tree. Uh." I'm white, and I'm sitting here saying it was white people. (laughs) speaking of white people i did have to laugh there did you see the the video of the lady she's really funny she's like does a bunch of like she's southern and she just talks about like toxic relationships and all sorts of other stuff but she was like i have for the longest time 
been thinking that the YT meant yeet. And she was wondering why people were calling us yeet people. And until a tech talk of a black girl and a white girl dancing, like showing the differences in how they would dance, she finally figured out that YT meant white. I mean... I guess it would also be yeet because you most white people you want to yeet out of a space. You are not wrong. It's like so, I will yeet into the next year. <laughs> I just was like, all right, all right, I see you. That's amazing. But she was dying. Like she was laughing so hard at herself. Like she took it like a champ. That's awesome. Uh, and on that note, I'm going to end it just because I don't want to go too far. I think we're already over an hour. So I don't oh, I'm to- sure we are. Um, so next week we have a bunch of stuff lined up. I really do appreciate the people who have um, messaged me asking for stuff. So we're going to try to touch on it. This might take us a while because we did get quite a few uh, in the last couple days. Um, so as always... If you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love anybody else? Can I get an amen? Amen. All right, y'all. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye.